When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Happy Wednesday, ladies and happy Wednesday, happy Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Get my days all mixed up once again. I am your host, the big guy, Ryback, here streaming live on Instagram, the big guy, Ryback22. We're at Twitter Spaces at Ryback. Thank you to all the great people that have subscribed to the Twitter. You don't have to to be on this show, but it's just, uh, it's on there. Thank you very much for those, and I follow you back to all our Twitter subscribers and try to interact as I see your stuff more often following you on there for a little incentive on that streaming live as always Ryback TV super chats are greatly appreciated you guys are the co-host of the show health fitness supplementation pro wrestling sports and anything and everything in between this podcast is available on all podcast audio platforms iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated thank you to our audio listeners we're continuing to uh, rack up those audio listens. We had a great week last week on there, you know, streaming live. I keep telling you this because a lot of people don't understand. I stream across on on five or six platforms before we go onto the onto the audio with that. So it hurts the audio numbers, but uh, overall, we're one of the top rated shows, and it's still all right. I just want to be one of the top rated shows on the audio where that is. It's very noticeable. They don't track everything else uh, with that, unfortunately, not at least yet, anyways. So. Check that out, the Ryback Show, all podcast platforms. If you can leave a star rating and uh, write a review, it, it greatly helps the cause on everything. This show brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweet with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors. For men and women, he and she and thee, he, she and thee, stupid, on Feed Me More. Dot com. New customers can save 30% discount code Ryback30, Ryback30. Returning customers can save 20% discount code FeedMe20. On that, you get a free Feed Me More Nutrition premium shaker bottle with all orders just selected as your free gift on FeedMeMore.com. Sign up for my email and text message, guys. The I'll, I'll go ahead. I, I Randomly on this show, our text message that just went out today uh, to all our to thousands of people, guys, uh, is you could save 36% today. On everything, on the merchandise, the t-shirts, the tank tops, 
the supplements, whatever you want, 36% off, discount code SUMMER36. Uh, we're going to be a go on good faith. Sign up for that email and text message, though. It's very, very much worth it, our massive savings program for our returning loyal customers. And uh, I'm not going to put that in the description with it. I just mentioned on the show, SUMMER36, for those of you that hear it, uh, till midnight Pacific tonight on that, 36% off. Super Chat's coming in right off the bat. Gabby, Gabby, we've, we've got orders actually coming in right now. Speak of the devil. Look at this. We're just recording orders coming in. Thank you very much. Whoever just placed one right now. I love getting those notifications. Cha-ching. The uh, Gabby Hirolu says, hey, big guy, what's your favorite movie and your favorite scene from that, that said movie? Uh, I, so I don't have like one particular you know, I, I just, I, I, on an Arnold kick, I love Arnold movies. I, I watched Terminator 2 the other night, right before bed, uh, put it on and on Netflix. And uh, and then I watched Twins the following night. And then the last night I put on Kindergarten Cop and just had it on. I didn't watch it beginning to end as I'm doing my stuff and just see different scenes. It just puts you in a feel-good mood. Um, Terminator 2 is always that the one movie, though. It, it's up there. I love comedies, though. But, but you know, anything with Arnold, man. Twins, those, those 80s and 90s movies. They just, I don't know, man, just something else. I can, I don't ever get sick of them. And it just makes you feel good. I just put out, I put out that tweet yesterday on Kindergarten Cop. And it's just like, it, it's been 30, was it 33 years or something? Something 33 or 30, almost 33 years since it came out. It's just, it's insane. Doesn't feel like it. Doesn't feel like that long, but it, it has been that long. And, you know, so. Uh, I don't know who we're going to get popping in today. I know Melina was here with uh, Alicia Fox Victoria yesterday. And uh, hold on one second. Did I miss it? But what was my favorite scene from that movie? You know, I'm going to go, if we go Terminator 2, just to give you a, a hard answer, even though there's there's more than one. Uh, man, there's so many great scenes in Terminator 2. I'm just, I don't... You know, I think just the opening scene in Terminator 2, though, it set the tone with, with Arnold going into that bar and, you know, being a badass, but but showing the sense of humor where it went from a heel to a baby face. And uh, in which if you watch the Arnold documentary on Netflix, he talks about that and how he was a little resistance uh, to we're going to go ahead and shell shock brother, you know, spamming the chat on that. We're going to go ahead and shell shock you out of here, too, with it. Don't spam my chat. The uh, where that that he was a little hesitant on certain things and and man like he like the not killing people and and then like they came to a compromise that he could shoot people in the leg it's just <laughs> it's so cool getting insight to that and uh, that movie man it what a it's up there is my all time favorite just it, it, I love comedies too but it has a little bit of, of humor in it and uh, Arnold was on fire during that period. It looks like uh, our friend is back under another account. We'll shell shock her out of here again. I've told you guys in the people, there was uh, there, there's some obsessed people. That I believe it's the Chase person running multiple accounts. That was that Layla Kent account on Twitter where they type in all capital letters and they just tweet after me obsessively. They follow anything that I'm doing and they try to just go tweet bad things to the other people. They all follow each other as well on those these mutual accounts. And... Uh, and I don't, I don't, it's this report them. Unfortunately, Twitter lets people get away with harassing and just, even if they have a hundred and five hundred tweets on you, just 
saying just insane things. They they don't look into anything or like that's why I wish you blocked. You can block all the the future accounts, and they really need to fix that with it. And I've tried to get that person to come on, and, and they wouldn't come on. They wouldn't accept the the invite to speak. And it's like they they're not capable of even having a conversation. I wanted just to kind of prove that and show that, but they they know that as well. And it's and probably not female, but they're going with a female name under his other accounts. The guy they all interact and talk to each other. It's absolutely batshit crazy. All I can say, just block them. It's up to you. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but it, don't waste your time arguing with these people. And they just constantly say the same things over and over and over. They lie. They regurgitate things. They regurgitate the lies. So it is. Uh, and hopefully, over time, they can be eliminated completely with their accounts, and everybody can move on. But it is what it is. And it's like I know the truth. We're going to win, and they're trying to turn it up. They think they're going to be able to stop something. It's not the like God. The 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 one of them. They, they tweet anybody else. You go tweet the shows I do. They're just going to look at your account. They're going to. You don't think they've they've dealt with people like like you before? We all have. And they're going to look at you and go, "This person's batshit crazy." They're going to block you. So it's an embarrassment. You have no followers. You go on the account. You have one follower following the your other made up accounts. You're talking to yourself. Move on. Get a life. That's the best thing I could tell you. Focus on something you don't enjoy me. You, you think if you think all those things are genuinely true, you are hurting your own life by obsessing over me in a negative way. Nobody's hurting anybody. Go move on and go live your life and try. But you're an obsessed stalker. And that's how obsessed stalkers act. Take the medications and just try to find happiness wherever that may be. Let me see here. I did. I will say I did uh, this morning. I put out a tweet to bust it open. They popped up on my Sirius XM. I had the, it open in the morning. I was listening to some music on Octane on there, and uh, while I was doing some morning work in, in the living room with the dogs, and uh, that popped up on on the my Sirius feed. And I go shit. They were live, and I I tuned in and was listening to it. Just switched over to that, and I go. I saw that they you can call in. I go fuck. I'm gonna call in with everything and. <laughs> I actually got through after I put the, 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 the phones weren't working. I kept getting a dead signal. Then they, they, I put the tweet out and maybe five minutes after that tweet, the, the call, I tried again and it went through and, uh, and they answered and I, just the guy, they go, who is this? And, and, uh, what, what do you want to talk about? I go, it's Ryback. You guys invited me on a long time ago. And then the guy goes, Ryback. I go, yeah, yeah. Ryback. And, uh, he goes, are you pretending to be Ryback? I go, now, I think my voice is pretty distinguishable, and then I'm Ryback. And uh, then, like, oh, hold on. And then, like, came back a little bit later, and then another guy, he goes, Ryan? I go, yeah, yeah, Ryback. <laughs> he goes, like, Ryback. I go, yeah, Ryback. I go, just call. And he goes, uh, they want to know uh, what would you like to talk about or promote. And I go, I just want to shoot the shit. I just want to talk. I go, let's, whatever they, I go, I don't want to mess up the ebb and flow of the show. Just, I just want to come on, even if it's five minutes. And then, then he goes, well, well, Mark's not here. I go, it doesn't fucking matter. I can come on again when he's on too. I go, I'm just calling in. And uh, it was a real production. And then they go, okay, hold on. They put me on hold again. I, they go, okay, we're going to we're gonna try to bring you in on the next break. They, they go to a break. They bring in some caller with a bullshit question that nobody could fucking understand. And uh, they boom, they come back. And the guy he goes, oh, we're going to try, wait, come back. And then he goes, it doesn't look like we're going to have time. We're going to maybe have to set something up. We got your number. And I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's whenever you want with that. And uh, so we'll see what happens.
But I'm not calling to be confrontational, just calling in. The, the guy even goes, he goes, you okay talking about AEW? And Craig, well, yeah, let's just talk wrestling with it. And I was just like, what the fuck is everybody so scared of? Oh, I know your show had a bunch of bullshit and lies about me with a guy that got paid by WWE and you're a little fucking nervous over things. Yeah, here I am. Knock, knock, shell shock, motherfuckers. The big guy's here. We can have a friendly conversation, but everybody's all fucking got to stick up their ass and fucking uptight and nervous on everything. You should be with it. When you put a bunch of bullshit and lies and you don't defend, Tommy knew, knew me from the beginning. Bubba's worked with me and knows me. You let a guy run his mouth and, and say a bunch of bullshit and lies. I'm just coming on to talk and have a conversation. I'm here. Let's just see what the conversation is when I'm around, not when I'm not around, right? So we'll see if they get it set up. And I'm more than more than happy to let them in their comfort zone, their home environment. They've got the, the Dave LaGreca guy who doesn't usually know what he's talking about and, and Tommy and Bully, who I agree with more often than not in anything I've ever heard because they've actually done it and succeeded at it. And Mark, and you guys want to you guys want to talk about different things? We want to we want to plug some things coming up. Yeah, sure. If it comes up with it, we don't come up around it. Cool. We'll just talk about wrestling with everything. But uh, I find it interesting. I just like to put people on the spot and see with things. It's like, yeah, I, I'm healthy. I'm coming back. Let's talk. Big guy's hungry. Let's cook with it. And I just like to see how people how they act when you when you're around. It's usually the same the same thing every single time. So, and, uh, and you guys have seen everything I do. I just, let's talk. You guys want to put all these negative things or not this them, all the, the different people that have done it. It's like people act one way when someone's around and then another way. And then when they're confronted with the reality and the truth, they usually, they typically will run or hide from it. So we'll see if they're, if they're serious, if they're going to bring me on with it, they'll do good numbers. And they know that if they were smart, so, but we'll see. Uh, chance. Yeah. I don't know the, again, I don't know why they didn't put me on. They said they were on a time. I know they had a guest coming on at 11. Very, very realistic that that was the, and they, they may want to promote it. That, that is a very re real situation that could be, I still thought they could have brought me on for 10 minutes or five minutes and just shot the shit for a second. They would have felt much better about the situation, but I could just tell by how their producer people are acting. Uh, like they know with everything they know. So. It's, uh, it's like, uh, it, it's, and they, they multiple, multiple times came back uncertain. Wait, wait, they just want to make sure they want some talking points. And I gave them talking points multiple times. And I go, look, just let's shoot the shit. And then like, talk about whatever these we're, we're, we're professionals. We can, I don't ever, you guys saw Alicia Fox called me, brought her on the show yesterday. I don't need a fucking page of notes to talk about anything. You just go with it. You just have a, that's what real people do with it. When you, when you know how to do this and whatnot. So. I don't need 30 different talking points. You just go back and forth. Things will ebb and flow and, and conversation will go naturally when you do that. But we'll see what happens. Thank you very much for the support though on that. Everything's gonna be everything's gonna be well. And I've no I I, I like Tommy and, and Bubba, and even though uh, I don't, I don't support, and I will tell them that to their face. I don't support that they did not, you know, I, I felt that they did not do me any favors by letting Mark do, did, do what he did in that situation. It wasn't right, not right. And, you know, we're going to make it right with everything. And I don't care if I have to take the initiative on it and uh, it'll be good. It will be good. Everybody can save their peace 
and we can keep moving forward. I'm just kind of going to the things now that I'm healthy and coming back and I'm going to address certain things that have bothered me with things and, and doesn't matter if I feel wronged in the situation and I know the truth and th- I'm going to, I'm going to be the one that, that boom cuts this off and just takes control. Cause that's what I do. I know how to do it. So I'm done. I'm done letting the lies and the bullshit fester and grow in, in these people. Cause we see what happens with that. The narrative has completely changed from what I've done and, and being away and the reasons, and you see how some of these obsessed psychos act online, and it's just night and day. Everyone I talk to literally switches the and it, it, from what they think or what they think they think from reading. It's just the complete opposite. And it, it's the way you handle that is you just nip it in the butt, you, head, you take it head on, and, uh, and it goes away. But the people that want to believe they're going to keep trying to change their narrative and try to change the the hate because they're haters. There's just a portion of people that are professional haters in this world that are going to bitch and whine and complain no matter what, no matter what we do. Uh, thank you, Hyperspeed, for, th- for talking about my promos. With that, I've always been able to speak, always, from day one. I, I developed from, I, and I got, I shouldn't say from day one, once I got comfortable and that clicked and I got comfortable speaking was a process, but I, once that clicked, it was, it was, it, it's not difficult. And that's a lot of reading and learning and, and, and audio books and experience and, and being in there in, in high pressure situations over and over and over. And, and it's just doing this show helps, you know, talking, the more you, if I wasn't doing this, you can get really rusty. The more you interact, the more you talk. That's why I like going live because it gets the heart rate up a little bit. It gives you a certain element. You got to be quick witted. And I don't always have everything. Sometimes I'm really flowing and other times I'm like, hey, I'm a little off today. Happens with it. But it's just, that's how you get better and push yourself. I do promos all the time still because I can control that. I'm not, not wrestling. So that's one thing I can do a little bit, right? Mateo, hello, hello. Thank you very much. With that, we'll have to see. I can't confirm or deny that. With that, but it would be interesting, even even if it was the case on that, it was still just specifically asking for that one promotion with it, right? So that's something that we could talk about if he ever chooses to talk about it. He did say the other things, though, that I've heard, that literally heard, so. Take a look at some of your questions. One second, guys. I am coming. I will be in Philadelphia July 1st for the uh, Icons of Wrestling promotion. I think it's from 10 to 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. there at the 2300 Arena. Megan, good to see you guys. Ryback Show, Lloyd, Ryback Show regular. Good to see you guys. Let's go ahead and bring in. I know Devin, I think, had a question from yesterday. Bring our first guest onto the show here. Please make sure your sound is up all the way as well, guys, on this volume. Hey, hey what's me? going on? Hey, how are you? Right back? I'm doing good. How are you this Thursday? I'm doing excellent. I've been trying to get on the show a couple of times now. Um, I listen to you a lot. Um, 
I know yesterday I really didn't get a chance to, but I'm glad I'm speaking to you finally. That's it's awesome to actually uh, the man, the myth, the legend, right back, the big man. Thank you very much, buddy. You have a question today? Yeah. Uh, is there a like a limit? I have like three questions. I mean, no. Go ahead. Well, I'll I'll cut you off if I think it's too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, my first question is. So, I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, and I loved the Fiend. That they Vince McMahon handled the Fiend all wrong. They they, they sh- he never should have lost to Goldberg. You know. They, they misused Bray Wyatt, and it kind of upset me, but a match that I would have loved to have seen was you and The Fiend, any type of match, just you and The Fiend. I would have loved to have seen that, and I'm, I'm disappointed that I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> Hopefully in the future, you never know. But how, how is it working with Bray Wyatt? Because I know you've had matches with him yeah. and the Wyatt family and stuff. Is it is it difficult to work with Bray Wyatt? Is it awesome to work with him? Like, uh, how is it? I always enjoyed working with him. We came from FCW together. He was actually just, I've talked about this. When they were going to debut him, I was, he was, they had actually discussed, they wanted to pair us together. He came up to me and, and we had a conversation. We we got along, me, him, and his brother, Bo. I got along with them, joked with them a lot down in Florida Championship Wrestling. Everybody loved him. Easy to work with. I obviously wasn't there for the Fiend stuff, so I can't, but I can I can tell you what I know and about what happens up there. Um, and I, at the time, was, had stuff going on, and I, I told Bray, very honestly, I go, I don't think we'll be a good fit at all with, with the character that he was doing, the original Bray Wyatt, and I, I just go, I don't see how that is like i i had a lot of stuff going on with them legally and bullshit and i just didn't want to get him wrapped up in it i didn't want it i didn't i just didn't see it was it would have been an odd random weird pairing that i don't know how in the world i i to this day and but i think it was being discussed and he came to me and we had a conversation and that was it it never went past that nobody else came up creative and it was it was but that was being discussed between him and them from what he was saying on that. And I just didn't see how that could make any, any sense whatsoever. And they ultimately, I think it worked out for the best with what they did with the Wyatt family and eventually went the route that they went with everything with that. Uh, and, and I'm sure he's glad it went that way as well. We never had any problems working together on anything. He was always very easy on everything. Um, the, he, it wasn't, but we, we knew each other from developmental. Anytime you know somebody from developmental, and I was up there before him, okay. older than him. So it was, it was, you know, he wasn't at the level yet. He hadn't had, he had success already up there, but he not nowhere near what he ended up having with the fiend and becoming with everything on that. So I think in, in that character, it was he probably got painted into a corner creatively, and he had this super ultra powerful character, uh, larger than life character that that you know. It, it could be very different. I could tell you just looking from the outside in and because I've heard Seth Rollins make comments on it and like, especially early on, like I could see how it would be extremely difficult to work that character. That's no selling things. And, and like, it's very hard you, you hitting your finisher 10 times on him. Like it, like, what do you do with that? You right. know, I think, so I think, but the, the company that that's up to them to like, let everybody know, look, here's what we're doing with this character. We need to really protect it for the next year. It's not going to be forever. We're eventually going somewhere with this. I don't think they ever really did that. I don't think, and I think it, the character, this supernatural, larger than life character, just started taking off. 
and it was so creative in the vignettes. But then the in-ring portion of it, it's like, well, it, he essentially should just be killing everybody. And WWE doesn't. This is something they try to stay away from as much as possible. I can tell you this from experience. They don't want to book themselves in a corner with a character that's killing everybody. Where they 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 they, they try to stay away from that as much as possible. Right. And so I I I can see where things probably got complicated in in difficulty in putting together matches in, in Bray and the Fiend and selling a bunch of merchandise and it's becoming super popular. But it's like, well, how do you beat him? And then how does the character come back from getting beaten? It's a very difficult thing, and it takes a lot of thought. And I don't think a lot of thought went into that portion of it of, you know, how are we have a guy no-selling things, and all of a sudden he's going to get beat by Goldberg, you know, in Saudi in a pretty quick match where he's no-selling. Like, But why is he no-selling and not no-selling on that? And So things started falling apart from a creative standpoint on that where, once the you're not connecting all the dots and people can see the dots aren't being connected, it, it, it's not a good thing. Uh, I just think the character, I like Bray being Bray and different versions of Bray Wyatt. And I think like the Fiend Bray. is the is a character that he brings out for a WrestleMania in, in, a, in a buried alive match or something where he could still be beat in a certain match, but not necessarily be beat, if that makes sense. It, right. He's made some good decisions, but he's also made some bad decisions. And I knew, I, you know, I heard Seth Rollins and some of the things he said about that Hell in a Cell match in Sacramento. And I got to say, it, he's right. It, it was just, it was a terrible match. The way it ended, I mean, if you're in a Hell in a Cell, there's no way a Hell in a Cell match should get disqualified. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And WWE, though, paints themselves in corners oftentimes with things that puts the talent in really difficult positions. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not their fault. No, and, you know, not all the time it isn't, and I understand that. Um, but, you know, I just heard, I, I just I just thought that they handled Bray Wyatt's fiend character all wrong. Yeah, yeah, you know, he shouldn't beat anybody, but if he's going to lose to somebody, he shouldn't lose to 50-year-old Goldberg, you know? Like, no. He, he just, he sh- it, Brock Lesnar, yes. My know? thing is the character, though, could have still beaten people. You don't, you need him. So I just think there should have been an end goal in mind with, look, this is going to be a temporary character. We're going to build the shit out of it. We're going to have you beat some top guys, but we're going to, they're going to have like, we're, it, it, if he's beating all the top guys and there's a direction in it, but they're giving him everything he got. And we've established that this guy is not a regular human being with it. And that is why the right, these other human beings that are our top stars can't beat him but if they finally figure out a way in a gimmick match with somebody to eliminate the fiend where bray has to go back to being bray where the the fiend can only be brought back in random situations and where nothing has to make perfect sense but where it's a very rare occurrence for after that one year run or the eight month run whatever it is i just think there should have been a shelf life put on it and ultimately there was it just didn't seem very it wasn't organized very well and 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 it created some chaos and what we ended up seeing you know, I agree with you though. And, and as far as you know, Vince, so what he will do is if you know, in the, if Bray started getting heat in any way, or Vince was getting upset because you know Bray's trying to protect the character, and he could see that they're not, they're not, they're not protecting everything, and then Vince is getting upset at him, and it, like, and we'd heard that that kind of stuff was, was was possibly going on. You know, Vince will send a message. Well, I'll let I'll have Goldberg beat you in Saudi, and it won't make any sense. Like he will yeah, do yeah. stuff like that to make points to people. 
And right. it, ultimately, though, the fans kind of suffer in that process as well, where you're like, what? And, you right. know. And, and Goldberg actually said, I forgot where he said this at, but he on his plane ride to Saudi, he was he knew he was going to lose. He said, I'm going to lose this match. And again, I don't know what podcast I was on, but. I've heard that as well. It, it was, it, yeah, it was one of those last minute things, because I guess, I guess Vince and Bray really didn't have a good relationship, it, you know. And it's kind of like that with some stars, you know, and it, it, it just depends on who, who you are, I guess. But I just heard that, you know, because uh, Bray's mental health wasn't in a good place. And I don't know how true like any of that, and I wouldn't put any stock in it. Like, there's a lot of bullshit that's put out there as well. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've known Bray for a long time, and he sent, every once in a while, we'll send a text, nothing too in-depth or anything. I've never, never known him to have any sort of mental issues or anything. My, so I, I, I will tell you though, the company will put out false bullshit on talents to get them heat with the with their the hardcore fan base, and that okay. and, and so anytime that somebody if somebody has something going on, and WWE will then try to turn the heat onto the talent because what happens is then people start attacking that talent on it and blaming them for all the things that probably the company's fault more up. And I'm not kidding you, this happens a lot. Yeah, that's I I think that's kind of. And, and there might be every once in a while there could be some things that are true, but this is it's a formula that I they, they 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 know very well. It's like when I walked out and left instantly when I left, I remember that I saw whatever it said that I got escorted and kicked out of the building by WWE. I go, that didn't fucking happen. I literally told them to take me off their TV show. I, they go, do you want to talk to Vince? I go, I never want to talk to him again. And I left. And like, but they change the narrative on things to make you, and that's just, I can tell you this from personal experience and the things I've gone through with them. It's, it's, it could be intense with what they will do to try to, to sabotage you or different talents to, they know if they put things out to the dirt sheets that they know that hardcore, that fan base that supports the logo, they know they will turn on them instantly. And, And it happens. I see the, I see it all the time, the Bray, the Bray heat and the different things. And I'll give you another example. Say LA night, say they, they were going to, everybody wants LA night pushed and it, there's, it looks like oh, it, yeah. it, but I'll tell you one thing. If we start seeing negative news on LA night, that means that they're not going to push him. That means yeah. they're leaking things to try to turn him, like to make people think he's not worthy of a push. They, they've done this numerous occasions, but if that doesn't come out, then it's possible that maybe they're, they're working and they're going to try to turn this into something and let him have a run, which is very possible, but we got to wait and see. Right. And, my second question, I, I had three, but I'm just going to make these these two questions because I want other people to speak. Obviously, I want to be respectful. But these two questions, I'm just are the two last questions I had. I'm just going to put them all into one big question. So the two, the first part is, who would you like to see end Roman Reigns' streak? Because me personally, I'm not bullshitting you. I'm not kissing your ass. I'm just saying I actually would. I'd love to see you come back and end his streak. Especially for what the Shield did to you guys, and when you and that when they debuted and stuff, I would love to see you end the streak, come back, obviously. But who would you like to see end that streak? And my second, my last part of that question is, how is your relationship with the WWE and Triple H? So uh, one, thank you for that. That that very kind, and obviously there is a story there with everything that would that would. Could it work? Yes. But the uh, if I'm watching from the outside looking in, you know, I, I still think that, you know, that there was a valuable opportunity with Cody to do it at WrestleMania. Yeah. That that would have made perfect sense. And the story was there. 
and and I thought you could have ran with Cody. And I've heard people have come out and go, it wasn't the right time. Yes, it was the right time with oh, it. Yeah. And I go, people, because now we need a lot of things to happen. Roman has to stay healthy and have the championship until next Mania. Cody has to stay healthy and keep his momentum going into next Mania. That's very difficult to do in this day and age with not knowing. And you need a lot of things to fall into place. And, you, like, you know, like, just say if LA Knight gets red hot, Vince can change his mind very quickly on oh, things. Yeah. So for, we all have. And so I, and I, I guarantee you, and the, the positive thing is Cody will keep working. If, if it's not in writing that he is guaranteed a title run, then that in which Vince is known not to do then you know, they, they will toy with you and play with your emotions on that. So I don't, I'm, I'm hoping still for Cody's sake, knowing him and what he's right. gone through. I, I just, and me going through that with them dang, dangling the carrot and pulling it away. I've seen this play out before, and I know how they they will mentally try to break you. And so I hope for Cody's sake that that he is the one just for that reason that 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 hopefully isn't what's going on and and that he could be the one to do it because I think it will be a very cool moment still if that is able to time out and play out. Um, as far as my relationship with them, it's I've been very forward, straightforward. you know, this is I, I'm not, I don't hold back with anything with this and and they, they, they've done a lot of bad things and it's everything with the trademark and winning the name you know i've paid for everything to get my health back i paid all these extra fees that they made me go through all these these, these things and delaying things to win my trademark finally and and i had to go through the deposition with their attorney all this bullshit and when i had reached out and, and sent hunter a text after this all this stuff was coming to an end sent him a very long text message and just said, and the attorney, we'd already had a conversation with the attorney in person. And uh, and I just said, we all should sit down face to face. And I go, I go, because the attorney goes, well, they don't, you go, he goes, we can't discuss the money. He goes with that for the malpractice suit that the 5 million malpractice suit that they forced me to drop in 2012. And I go, nobody's saying, I go, let's just sit down and have a conversation. I go, I need to tell you guys what I need to tell you guys. And I go, you guys are doing legal things with my social media that they're not going to admit. They're not going to sit there. They, they, why, why, they, they, no smart person would admit that. But that I go, I just need to say what I need to say for closure to you guys. I want to say it to their faces. And that, and I left that with Hunter. And that, that ball is in their court that they, and this is after they said they wanted to repair the relationship. I've never reached out to repair the relationship. They did. And so that should let everybody know that they know exactly what they're doing with me and doing to me on everything with that. If I was just making all this up, no company in the world would want to repair that relationship with it. They know they know everything that they are doing, and I know the truth. And that's why I'm not bending on this, and I know, and I'm holding firm. But I said, I go, that ball is in your guys' court. And I go, I go, I want closure. I go, I go, never coming back there again. I just want to say what I need to say. And, you know, you guys can say what you need to say and like get off my social media. Let me move on with my life. And they have not responded to that. So that's on them with it. But I'm going to get the social media accounts fixed one way or the other. And I'm moving on. So I mean, I me personally, I would rather see you in WWE than AEW. Yeah, you know, I I I understand that. I I watch AEW very rarely, maybe once a month. And. I've just always been a WWE guy. I've grown up WWE watching you. When I first started, I actually was watching you, The Shield, Wyatt Family. You know, that's when I started watching it. Those uh, right after the 2010 era, you know, 
I, I started watching you guys, and you guys what made me fall in love with wrestling. And again, you're part, you're a big part of that. So I appreciate that. And uh, I, uh, I, I'd, I'd love to see you back in WWE if it's possible. Nothing's impossible, you know. Um, no, but I, I think that's them. This is you know they, they've what they are doing is one illegal, and I'm not within their walls anymore. And the things that that Vince has done. They know exactly what they have done and putting out the fake bullshit and the creating this fake hate and these other things. But most importantly, hurting me and, and trying to hurt me financially in multiple different ways. It's it's unacceptable with this. And no, that yeah. the fact that they're afraid, I already know they're afraid. They're, they're afraid of conversation because they know. And this is why they try to put the Knicks on the booker going on his show. They don't want this truth and they don't want to talk about the truth of past events that happened with things yeah. i'm not going back there until the, the, that so just to clarify this if anything were ever 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 to happen that conversation needs to take place and those past wrongs need to be made right with it that's that's yeah. something that is on them and in the way that they are i do not foresee that being the case with them ever with it and so and i have no issues that's why i go just move on but i'm gonna it's going to be bad in their case if they don't do that and have a conversation because I've already gotten, I've got my attorney. I'm moving forward legally with this. Right. Once I'm back, I swear to God, I am, I'm moving forward with them versus me and the social media companies. The moment I'm back, I don't care how much money, I don't care how much time it takes with this. I we've got enough stuff. Now I go, it's going to cost a lot of money and they're going to delay the fuck out of it on me. They've already made me spend a shit ton on my trademark. This is going to be way more, but I'm going to get on all the big platforms. I'm going to tell my story. And I'm going to come after him. And I'll tell you another thing that they would have came after me already and, for, and sued me for defamation. If anything I was saying was, was false, they know it's not, they know what they're doing and they know that I'm just going to counter sue them if they do that. So this is why these things are playing out the way they are. They're keeping me in the video games on different things. They've kept my moves, allowed people to create me without paying me a dollar. They're essentially daring me to sue them with it. And cause they're what they're going to do. Vincent, he's known for doing this. They will then go, they will delay it and delay it and delay it and make me spend the maximum amount of money possible for the longest period of time possible. Right. Then once it goes, even in Gaboom, we take it to court, goes to a jury decision on, on this. We have enough proof. What they will do is they will just, they will settle last second with it. Right. That And this is how they play the game. But that is what is, I'm telling everybody, this is exactly what is going on with it. Right. So I'm just saying, if they don't try to fix it, I'm going to come after this and get it fixed one way or the other at some point in time. All I can control is my health. Get back. I have the money coming in. I go, I'm going to have to be be doing really well to go after that one in the because that's going to be a big deal. But I, it's not something I'm like, I, I'm committed to this to the very end. So. Well, thank you, Ryan, back for uh, answering my questions today. I got a lot of respect for you, man, uh, and your uh, journey that you've been on. I uh, watched thank it from you. the beginning. Uh, probably not the beginning. There's but uh, the beginning since WWE, I'll, I'll, how would I just say that? <laughs> but uh, if Goldberg's listening to this, he's coming for you, man. Ryback's coming for it for you. Thank you very much, Devin. I look forward to having you back on again. Yeah, absolutely. Feed you more, baby. Always, buddy. Take care. Yep. Thanks. You too. Good deal. Thank you very much, buddy. I made sure I sent uh, before I put this went on with the show today. I sent a tweet out to one of the fake accounts that Jordan Garcia and, and tagged her, him, whoever the person playing that, that character is, and they're blocked still just to drive them crazy. <laughs> so they probably made another hundred tweets of how, how I invited them onto the show, but, but they're blocked and I'm afraid to talk to them. But every time that we've tried to get them on, they, they won't accept. So 
go report her account. I've already reported and then and sent a bunch of contacts and we'll see Twitter is the absolute worst with this. So as far as handling, it's like, yeah, just read their timeline and, and, and look at how many fake accounts they have. You, you would think they would like look at that and go, oh, this person has 30 accounts and it, it's no. Nope. WWE AI bots is what I call them. Let's go ahead. We've got Mark Simpson here. Bring Mark on the show. Mark, what's going on? Mark, you just got to turn the speaker on on the bottom left down there. It should should let you on after you. There we go. Okay, here we go. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Happy Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I love your food videos. Uh, you do. Thank you. I have a good time. I got to do. I actually got my friend Jen, who does. She's one of the models I use for my Feed Me More Nutrition. One of my good friends. She's just. She lives in Mexico and, and lives in Vegas as well. She's got. She just got back. She's going to come over tomorrow. We're going to do a food video together. So we're going to have some eye candy for the feeding time coming up this week, unless she cancels on me, which she, she shouldn't do. Hopefully, so we'll see what we eat. Though I don't know what what's on the menu. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Cause I remember you did that, uh, that grilled cheese, uh, taco bell, uh, burrito. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The next day I went and got it. It was pretty good. Yeah. Those weren't too bad. That, that was the grilled cheese, uh, stuffed burrito. I think it was or something, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Those, that was, I, man, I, I tell you taco bell used to be when I was younger after a night of drinking, you go through the drive through and like, get like, $20 worth of food. You just have bags of food. It's like now I got like two or three, three or four things, whatever it was. And it was 20, like $2. I go, man, times have changed. Used to be able to get a ton of food for that amount. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember you can get a, like a bean burrito, like for like 59 cents. Yeah. Yeah. Not anymore. That was uh, that, that's seven, seven fifty nine these days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So yeah, the one question I got, uh, do you think they're going to ever uh, make another Roman Reigns? I mean, you know, to that, you know, uh, main, main eventer with so much, you know, stardom. Yeah, well, I just think where it's they're going to always need somebody that's the focal point of the show that they, you know, and, and they, they've invested a lot in Roman. They protected him from the beginning. It took a long time, and they, they, they had to push him for a long time to get him really – you know, if you, uh, as far as my memory is remembers, and I know when I was there and, and, you know, they always protected him, but it wasn't until the, where the, the, was it the leukemia like with the cancer? Yeah. Yeah. Where that was where I, I feel like a baby face turned, like where they finally people then like in overcoming that. And, and this is, and it's just the reality of the situation. I really, and, and that's like a, a very heroic thing. And, and that with all of that, that comeback of, of how serious that was, that was the thing that really shifted the momentum for him. And then after that, then the heel turn finally, which was much needed, but it happening after that. And then like the, the way they've handled the heel turn and, and the story has been so, so good and so protected and everybody is executed so well. He, he's now in a, on a whole other level that, that he was, he wasn't on previously, but I mean, it's taken, it's taken a long time to get to that point. But he's learned and he, he's he's stayed 
you know, true to himself this whole time and, and he's improved and it, it, it's rightfully earned. So I love everything he's doing. I always loved working with him and he's doing his best work now, but I don't know, you know, if the company, you know, it depends on what happens with him. You know, I saw Seth is doing, going to be doing a movie coming up. You know, these guys have, have gone really hard now for about 10 years of, of really, really, really grinding and where they're going to have to start cutting back and Roman already has with it, you know, so it's going to be a matter of, of who's available. And, and when, when these guys, when, if they're not there at some point in the next two or three years or a year, who knows with that and, and who's, who's there and, and, and how are they going to book them and what, what that long-term storyline is going to be? I don't know with it, but you know, they said there was never going to be another John Cena. And I don't think and they told me that directly. And I don't think that that, I think that that is true in, in large part. And I don't, I think Roman has been booked entirely different with that but this long reign is essentially Roman's not going to have the title reigns that that Cena had right but Cena's never had this right. length of a reign that Ro Roman's had and I think this was a way by them to make Roman very unique in the modern era of something that hasn't been done to this degree and, it, and, and I think it's a really cool rare thing that I don't know that we're going to see this happen again anytime soon right yeah you're you're dead on it yeah because yeah I don't see it either you know for a while it, 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 it's difficult to, to have a, a title reign go this long and everything like, like the songs have to go right. And, you know, they, if that, if the Usos and, and the bloodline storyline, if this, if that, that wasn't so good, there's a possibility that this title reign doesn't go this long, but as time goes on and the storyline and people are with it and they go, Oh, we really have something with this. And then, and then they go, Oh man, six months later, we still have something with this. Six months later, they're like, man, we still have something like this. They have kept it going because it's very profitable for them. But the moment if this starts dipping and declining, which it feels like we're getting towards the end with everything in the breakdown, it's going to, unless they really throw us a curveball and find a way to bring this all together again, which is very possible as well. But we're kind of seeing the breakdown and the, the destruction of the bloodline, right? With it. Right. And where he's, it's eventually kind of leading to where it's like the, what I foresee the way that it's going is it's eventually going to just be it'll be go down to be it'll be him and solo and Heyman, and then eventually it's going to be solo leaves them and but there's the program keep it going and then eventually it's going to be Heyman leaves them and it, it's going to be him on his own and and where that goes whether he loses the title or i want to see like that's kind of the direction i feel like we're, we're getting towards where if, if or if they if they're able to to get this all the way to wrestlemania it'll be really unique to see if it's just roman versus cody with no bloodline there no Heyman, nothing you know, and then right. it's just a straight up and, and he gets beat. Then that's a really cool full circle moment with all how this all played out. But that's still a long time to get to that point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll probably happen like that. I mean, it sounds pretty accurate. I, I, I mean, I'm not in the creative meetings, but I've been in the company since I was 22. <laughs> and I, I kind of I know Vince pretty decent from talking to him. And I could see I go, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that was the direction. And it, it, it's it doesn't take a genius to to figure that out, but in within the numbers kind of falling off and the group becoming less and less powerful, they've helped protect Roman, keeping that championship that long. Now, and the, like the story would be complete if it's eventually him and he gets defeated. Then there's a baby face turn in that when he comes back if they choose to also. Right. Yeah, he he's done really really well with the with the storyline and his character and the promos. Mm -hmm. and Absolutely. Like, um, He's like on mark on it, you know. Absolutely. So. 
Well, Mark, I uh, I appreciate your questions and coming on. And uh, anytime you want to come on, bud, you got a question, I have no problem letting you back on. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, I can't wait for you to get back into the ring. And uh... Thank you. I appreciate the love and support from all of you guys, man, and sticking with me with all this. And uh, it, it truly means the world to me. So thank you. Oh, absolutely, Ryback. Hey, I'll talk to you later. All right. Take care, Mark. All right, you too. Good deal. Take a look at a few of the questions in the super chat here. I'm sorry, in the chat. Hello, hello. Welcome. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Take another caller here. We got Khalid. Khalid Shorts. Khalid, welcome to the Ryback Show. You just got to turn the speaker bottom left on the mic. It is the one. It got me the first time. It, it gets everybody. Give Khalid a second here. I really wish I had a soundboard connected where I could play like little Jeopardy music for the times in between things. Uh, oh, there we go. You there, Khalid? Yeah, I'm right here. What's going on? Am I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, you said it right. Okay. What's going on, bud? Uh, I've just been a fan of you ever since you were in the WWE. And I think Thank you. You have a pretty good uh, fan base. I think I, I think the Ryback versus Goldberg match should happen. Thank you. I'm, I'm remaining optimistic on it. We'll we'll see what happens. C- create the buzz. I've got to, I've got to make a phone call here in a bit, and uh, we got to see if we uh, where everything's at on his side, and what the options are. If this could be done, and if not, and then go from there. But we are in the beginning stages of, of create buzz and doing some media. We'll see if I can get on busted open. That might be pretty powerful, uh, giving me a pretty big platform on uh, on on. on what I have to say on there and, and we'll go from there. Yeah. And I, I thought the right back. So thing was a pretty cool tag team. That was a lot of fun tagging with, with Joe Henning, with Curtis Axel, man. He, he's, he's such a really good human being. And, you know, I wish, and even too, I, I could tell you, like I was going through a lot during that period of, of being really frustrated with the company and, and the communication and trying to get answers. Axel was going through things too. And like, and, being essentially not being told certain things and it was, it was really frustrating. And, uh, I, it really bothered me, but I had, we had a ton of fun. We worked everything. We're still on pay-per-views doing live events all the time, booked constantly. Um, I wish though, you know, and I was at a period, I, I didn't care to be in a tag team and Axel knew that, but I never, I, and I never, I didn't like him getting dragged into the shit that I was dealing with, with them on it and it was because he ended up they had him take the majority of pinfalls on things on different times on like a lot of it too and we'd always joke about that and like it was like it was like my punishment period of something and like and, and it was just a ridiculous thing and uh but being booked all the time with it and but i wish we would have looking back i go man i i wish you know we, we would have like done something we i had the beanies and because we, we didn't have any merch or had, we never had shirts or anything during any of that, because I had all my merch taken away. And so that that bothered me that, that he got dragged into that. And I and I knew because we tried going to and I went to Vince quite a bit and and like and then you know just talking and trying to figure out like 
give us some more with this. They had us on .com all the time. All the writers were always cracking up. We were always making everyone laugh, having a good time. I go, man, we should be on TV, not not just doing matches on TV, but our promos should be on TV as well, not on .com. And it was, it was man, it was a frustrating period that I wish, I really believe if our promos and the things that we did that aired on .com all the time, I, I think it would have been a much better scenario, but. It, it was it, it was what it was. It was it was my punishment period, man, and it was just a way it, it killed some time. Unfortunately, it never really. We we got to have a lot of fun matches. We had we had a main event run in Saudi Arabia working with the Shield. That that was the highlight of Ryb. That was Ryb Axel's WrestleMania. So, <laughs> yeah. wow, yeah, and uh, I, I I thought that maybe you should have a run with run with the United States title with Kalisto. Um, oh, thank you. I was leaving though. That that all I've talked about that. That all got changed right. when I didn't sign the contract and was leaving. And it was I was more than happy to to with Kalisto. I I, I like him and respect him a lot. And I and I wasn't saying so. I thought the Lucha House Party stable should have gone somewhere. They were very popular, kids and everything, and really liked the. It was very fans, very interactive with the fans. The Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. I thought you could have easily kept those guys booked consistently and, and popular with the kids and made a lot of money on merchandise and stuff. But, you know, unfortunately, things like some things you just you can't really explain or understand. Right. It's Yeah, you're right about that. But, and, you know, that's up to the talents, too, and things. And I've talked about that. And you got to go have conversations. But oftentimes... Some people are scared to, uh, I, that was never the case with me, but they, they will lie too when they don't want to communicate they'll, or they'll tell you something or they'll go, there's no issues. Everything is great, but you can clearly see that everything isn't great. And it, it's really, it could be really frustrating. And it's not just me. I'm, all the talents are dealing with different things like that on a daily basis up there. So, you know, I'll, I'll never, only he would be able to really know and tell you what, what he thought was probably going on and why it didn't, why it didn't do more than what it did. Yeah, and if you ever uh, if you ever go to AEW, I, I think that would be a good fit for you, and you, I think you could be a champion there. Thank you. I, I just think we'll we'll see what happens with everything. I'm focused right now, just just getting my my health in order to get cleared here as soon as possible, and uh, and then move forward and see. You know, uh, I love wrestling, and I I, I think uh, I think things are going to be great regardless. We'll see what happens, though, and, and what we can get put together or not. Yeah, so it was an honor to be on your show, man. Likewise, I appreciate you coming on, and I hope you have a great day, and you're welcome on any time, Khalid. Thanks, man. Too. Take care. Good deal. Always appreciate hearing from you guys. Thank you very much. I think we've got a different new PCM. Do I think Matt says? Do I think uh, now is the time for WWE to give a push to LA Knight on on the YouTube on Ryback TV? Well, I just was reading. I didn't know he's like forty or forty one. We're around the same age with that, and you know, I think yeah, I, I think that the crowd is there. Go with it and see what happens. What are you going to wait for on it? But we're going to have to wait and see. What's going on? Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you today? I'm very good, bro. My name is Anthony. I'm from Montreal. I've been watching wrestling for, man, since uh, since I was six years old. Uh, I actually went to go watch Kevin Steen, which is Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. They're from Montreal as well. Yes. 
I wanted to know anything about like uh, like the screw jobs and stuff for like that. Like, like, do you think that actually was actually part of the show, or was it actually regular then? Well, I, I wasn't clear. I wasn't there on the roster during that. I, I only know as much as probably you guys know from the documentaries and what people have said and talked about. Um, yeah. I've never talked to anyone specifically that was there about any of that. <clears throat> right, right. So I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be the best. Anything I tell you would just be my opinion. You know, it, it right, seems. Exactly. It seems right. as if there was a real element with the things that you know they talk about with with, with Brett punching Vince and whatnot. And then the right. Brett in his interviews, and, and and obviously there is there was it seemed very real tension and hostility, where it would make you right. think that it, it definitely wasn't just a work with everything going on. So I I from the outside looking in and not knowing any more than what you know, I would say it seems like very real and knowing what I know about how things go there and that it seems like something that they would have done during that. And and you know I I wasn't there. I don't know the the business dealings of things going on with it but you know i i can I, i'm trying to under be understanding of both sides and and whatnot you know when it comes to the, to the matches and whatnot though you know that's a pretty it's something you, you don't I, like i don't necessarily agree with doing that in a, in a match where you know it's a predetermined outcome and being led one way but i wasn't there for the interactions and, and didn't don't know what was going on so it just you know i'm glad eventually the parties involved resolved it Right, down the right, road, exactly. it took a long time, and, and Brett and Sean, and you know, but it, it's a very competitive environment, and you know, you got sure. and yeah, guys, sure. and like with Brett and Sean, and, and but that, that it was a different time back then, and guys acted a lot different than than guys act today in the business. Essentially, not that they act; it's just it was a different time in a different locker room, and and like it wasn't something that I was around, so I really wouldn't know too much, man. No, no worries, man. Um, like, also, like, like you were part of the Nexus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so was that, your like, uh, like your decision, or was that no. just, like, Vince's idea? No, that was all WWE as far as the Nexus. I mean, that was, right. yeah, they, okay. they brought us, that story's been told. They brought us in the, into the into the Vince's office with, I think it was Vince, John Laurinaitis, Michael Hayes, and right. I don't know that if Arn was in there, but they, they, they gave us the armbands and explained kind of, we had one shot to go out and, to, to do this and uh, essentially that our jobs were on the line if we didn't execute this how how he envisioned it and uh and they didn't give us a lot of directives it, it was go go raise as much chaos and carnage and then they, they gave us directive on like certain things to do and tear apart the ring and everybody had like a certain thing but and then like, and there was some stuff mapped out with that but there was a lot of it that was improvised as well that we had to kind of go out there and just in, in as a group and Man, it was it was it was one of the coolest moments in the world, and, and also one of the most stressful because we really our jobs jobs were literally on the line with that. Oh, exactly. That's what I was saying because, like, like I see you like more as like an individual guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're like one of those Braun Strowman type of guys as well, like going for the heavyweight titles and stuff. But Thank I find you. that WWE has been pushing always Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, John Cena, John Cena. Yeah. Don't get me wrong; those are two of the greatest. I I, I agree. They're the face of the company for sure, but you gotta give you know talent where it's due. Like Ricochet and all those guys, they deserve a title shot. Yeah, and I do think you need to have more. I, I'm not big on the companies just having one or two guys. I would right. rather have eight or ten top big guys names that are you 100%. know. And I don't know why it, they they went down to that. It, it's not fun for everybody. I can tell you that much. 
you know, I'm oh, sure it's sure. fun for the one. And people turn on the two top when you're just one or two people. People turn on you eventually too when you're just exactly. when you just shove down their yeah. throats. Whereas if it's a balanced out and it's just like whoever's the hot ticket, run with that hot ticket, and then it creates a more competitive, friendly, competitive environment for and it's better for the fans because talents are constantly looking at ways how to get better. Whereas if you're just a top person and you know they're taking care of you, you can kind of go on cruise control to a degree right. where you you know and, and then they, when you see things get hot and you see the company cool off the hot things, you're like, wait, wait, wait. No, we want this to go in the company. Like you, That's the part of wrestling that's really kind of missing. We're like L.A. Knight right now. We're seeing LA that Knight play out. Knight. L.A. Knight is, is starting to become the hot ticket. And people, becoming hot, yeah. And, and we're seeing now, but we've seen, this is where I'm really curious to see what direction they go with him. So. Right, exactly. Like, like as well as Austin Theory as well. Like I don't see him as a big push right now. I I don't really see potential in him. I mean he's a very uh, you know strong dude and stuff. But at the end of the day, he's not. He doesn't have the charisma to go push further. You know well, I, mean? I think, but that's something. It's very early on still, and you got to remember, it's very difficult. It, it the the potential, all that is there, and he's done a great job. But you do need a lot of people don't know who they are yet in life, and you're playing yeah, a role. Yeah. And, and so, you know, you know, look at John Cena when he started out the right. first couple of years, it, it, you know, he looked great and, but he didn't have an identity outside of being a, a jacked and shape guy. And, you know, he right, did the right. ruthless aggression. He had that competitive match w- with angle, but it, then yeah. it kind of was like, he was just a guy in trunks and he wore all this different color, colorful gear, but you really right. didn't know his personality. And then boom, the, the rapping stuff came and then he started taking on a life of his own. And finding, I feel like with with Austin Theory, he, you know, he had the push and he's had the championship run, but and he's worked with with, with top guys, but he, he's still finding that that identity. And some guys never find it, and others it just takes a little bit of time. So I would just say just stay patient and let give people time. And it's you know he's very early on in his development still with that, and there's there's a lot of room for him to to grow and figure out, and that comes with time and promos. And in and, right. and self and finding yourself in real life, you know, in like me with everything, and I tell you, like the, yeah, with the went through a lot, man. But, like, but with the hungry and the feed me more, like that is my my became my identity and my mindset. And I think it's under people understand that and that intensity, and they understand what the character is about. And that, but that takes time. I didn't have that. I, I had none of that in the beginning. With it, right. it, it, it took you more, man. It took yeah, me breaking that. my ankle and having to overcome three surgeries and being told I was done. To getting this yeah, chip yeah. on my shoulder and this and, and this aggression in me, where I go, I'm not gonna let them fucking fire me. I'm coming back right. and I'm gonna fucking show everybody how hungry I am and I want this right. more than anything. And then that started playing out, and that and I think people felt that, and that was a very yes. real emotion. Yes. So that's we need in wrestling, though. That's the cool things that happen that can kind of come along spontaneously, that kind of blur the lines of reality in in, in this in this physical acting world. And and I think with a guy like Austin, just got to give him time, and and see right. the the tools are right. all there. It's just a matter of it oh, might right. take it might take another five years, and then he has the run right. of a lifetime. Yeah. So, yeah. And last question of the day, bro. I don't want to take too much of your time as well. Uh, so, what do you think about the push for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I mean, I've seen these guys uh, grow up in Montreal. I've seen them uh, wrestle. They're fantastic wrestlers, but they were always pushed like like in the mid cards. You know, they were never a main eventer. They were never those those guys that were like pushing the boundaries and stuff but now since the bloodline they started pushing Sami Zayn and then Kevin Owens got involved and now what do you think of them as tag team champions I love them man I've gotten along with both of them and and I told 
Kevin, when I was there, I got to you know work with him when he won the, the Intercontinental title and got to know him a lot better. And he'd always bring his son to the shows. Uh, yeah, Sammy, yeah. I would talk to you. I was around and got to have some conversations. I man, and I wish I could tell me and Sammy if I was still there would would, would talk a lot. Probably he's a very intelligent guy, and I, yeah. I, I enjoyed his views on things. And like he 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 liked talking about things other than wrestling all the time too, and like life, current events, and different things. And very knowledgeable, compassionate, caring human being. And like Kevin, Kevin, the same man. Like they're they're just good guys that love wrestling. With that, so I I always enjoyed being around them. You know, I, I was there. I was kind of on my way out when they were were coming up, and you know, and then being there, and so I didn't get a ton of time around them. In uh, but but like even Ko, I remember when I I left, I did an interview on one of the one of the I don't know where it was one of the interviews. It was on one of the bigger bigger shows, and I just said yeah. I was very happy for Kevin that I think it was after he won the the WWE championship. Championship. It was yeah, right before he lost it to Goldberg. It was previous to that. They were before not to Goldberg. Whoever he lost, he might have lost it before that. And then he had a match with Goldberg. But he just he'd reached out. He goes, I really appreciate you know saying saying what you said. You didn't have to say that. And I go, No, you you deserved it. And like I you know I don't I know I'm familiar enough with his story. And we all all have a different story and background. But we all share a common interest that we love wrestling and we have all from a young age. With it, we just all kind of have different backgrounds and how we kind of found our love and passion at the end of the day. And so I have nothing but love and respect for them. And Sammy, I, and KO's had big moments, man. KO's done, had a, already had an amazing career right. with that. Right. And he got the main event with Stone Cold at WrestleMania the year prior. That was brilliant. That, that was like, brilliant. That was, man, no, none of us are ever going to get to do that. Like that's, no, yeah. that he got in the fact that, you know, the company trusted him to go in there with the, the arguably the greatest of all time, the most popular of all time. Of all time. Yeah. One of my right. all time favorites. Like, so right. like what a cool, and, and to go in, that made him and, you know, it, it that he didn't need to win that. It, he played that role perfectly with that. But, you know, Sammy was doing great work far before the bloodline with things. And, and I don't think he right. was, yeah. he, and I think everybody that knew, knew that could see, knew he was capable of even more. And so I'm glad he finally got his shot in, in the bloodline and essentially stole the show and, and you know, and, and took that and made it even more, which a lot of guys, that, that, that wasn't a guaranteed thing for that to go well. But he adjusted and he, he adjusted his character and, you know, everything with the UC and like just he added a whole different element. They got a whole other year out of that with just because of him. So, you know what, Ryback, I, I really appreciate this call, man. It's an honor. It's a privilege. Uh, I wish you all the best. And uh, if you ever come back to, to wrestling again, man, that would be awesome because I've, I've seen you as champion. Thank you. In my eyes, I see you as champion. Uh, I wish uh, W would uh, would make better decisions. To be honest with you, uh, I'm not sure why they don't make these decisions. I think that they treat people like trash. No disrespect, but um, things got to change, and uh, they got to stop on the Roman thing. I get it that he's a big guy. I get it that he's uh, you know carrying the W right now. But you got to have to look at other people as well. Yeah, that are like willing to sacrifice their body and sweat and blood and everything. You know what I mean? I I understand and I agree on a lot of that, buddy. And I appreciate the love and support and. I'll tell you what, I, everything happens for my favor and benefit, and I firmly yep. believe everything's going to be all right when it's all said and done. And the greatest yeah, story is got you got to overcome some big obstacles. And I think yeah. there's going to be a, this has been an opportunity for me to show my mindset to people and that that I don't break and that I am everything that I say I am. And I believe yeah, everything's going to work right. out in the end. And just be hopefully wrestling continues to get better. And man, appreciate great fans like you. So thank you. It's a pleasure, man. You take care of yourself and have a beautiful weekend. You too, buddy. Be safe. You as well. Awesome. Thank you very much.
I always appreciate the support, guys. <clears throat> take a look at the chat here before we take another caller, another guest here. I will say I was looking at everything going on, man, with that the 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 Titanic submarine. The is it the submersible? Is that what it was called? Uh, the Titan submersible. But I tell you guys, I I what a horrific situation. I haven't seen a prior to the show. I haven't seen an update other than they they would be out of oxygen if they were if they happened to make it to the top of the surface. Or what? Like what? It seems like everyone's kind of come to the conclusion that it possibly uh, the what's the imploded with the pressure that something a mechanical failure at some point that or they are trapped at the bottom of, of the sea, which hopefully that's not. That would probably be the worst case scenario because of of the of the the, the freezing cold water and the 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 oxygen and everything. Like just I I don't. I, I'll tell you what really is, is I'll tell you what's upsetting with me. <clears throat> it's, it's TikTok is I can't believe every other post on TikTok. If I open the account, it's people making fun of the situation. And I, I go, man, and all of them have all these views. And I just block the account when I see it. I'm literally telling the algorithm I don't want to see this. And all yesterday and even today, it's all I'm seeing on TikTok. And one in the people and everybody, I go, what has happened to us? Yeah, everybody, the, the guy that, that did it and people, it's really easy looking from the outside in. Like, yeah, yeah, that was a stupid decision with that. But but these, just picture that this is somebody that you loved or cared about or, or put yourself in that situation and you trusted somebody who, who maybe sold you something that you didn't and was lying to you that you didn't know about with that. And I just go, what what are we doing? And anybody that that's making light or fun of it, it it's like fuck. What are we doing? I I, I can't imagine a, a more horrific way, or very few more ways that, that would be more horrific than, than to to go that way. And and like where your best case scenario is is that it imploded on the way down with a mechanical failure and a rupture, and, and that would have been the quickest way to go with it. That that's the best case scenario with it. I just I don't I I man. You know, I know there's a lot of loving, great people on this planet, but I'll never understand the fucking evil that exists. And it's something that I I, I don't, I just, I don't, I can't. So I see it when I see all the bullshit and I block and move forward. But like people making fun of that, it's like, fuck. There was a father and son in there. There's like another people, oh, they deserved it. They're billionaires or they have like, what? It just shows the insecurity and the hate and the jealousy and the unhappiness in so many people on this planet. And I just, man, and then the, but these social platforms, that algorithm is literally, I was telling it, I don't want to see this. And it just kept, I go, because it's getting views in the algorithm. These, these companies, man, are so fucking corrupt that like instantly that would be something I do. You're allowing, you talk about and limiting people on what they post. That's about as evil as fucking evil gets making fun of a situation while they're possibly still fucking alive or could have been alive. Like it's. I'll, I'll never understand it. <sighs> Let me see here. We got Dave. Let's see if we bring Dave on. Dave Savage. Bring Dave Savage on the show here. 
Dave, are you there? Yeah, Canadian News says it sounded like it imploded. That was the last thing I said. Hello. Hey, Dave, how are you? I didn't know it was muted. All right. Um, I'm just going to follow a a few quick questions. Uh, It's to do with the wrestling thing. Um, I know you want to go back to either the big, the big guns like like an AEW or WWE. Um, have you ever thought of actually starting back, not at the bottom, but I'm going to say at the bottom, and then build it back up again, with the, build build back um, confidence with the fans again. So let me. Uh, somebody brought this up the other day. So let me just. And I want you to. And I understand what you're saying completely. <clears throat> so. You got to understand the situation and what I walked away from and, and what I've overcame and, you know, having the injuries and having to get my health back. So one, there's that needing the, the five diffusion and shoulder replacement with that and have, having my brand, having my name where there's value in that with that. Do you think that it's right to be punished for a company that I know everything? I know the truth of what's going on with what they're doing. Do you think it's right to be punished to to have to start at the bottom because a company put out a bunch of lies and, and I've disproven them time and time again. Do you think that that would be the right thing that they go, Oh, I'm just going to these lies and I'm just going to risk my health all over and, and do a bunch of things I shouldn't have to do with that. That's what I'm going to yeah, say, I, I, but there's no, but I, I like people to understand that. No, but I, but I can go back to the independence and make more money than ever and do select no, matches and, and create it's, momentum. It's, it's, not about, it's not about the money. It's, it's actually going, like getting getting back in there and showing fans that I'm, I'm here to, for business. I'm here to to start building trust back with the fans, um, get people excited for a, a, a ride back return in any. Situation. Now, now let me ask you something. Yeah, I know you could do all of that by showing right back up on TV, but being ready, and that's what training is for. And you do private workouts with all of that. That's all. We don't see it. But it's yeah, you don't you don't see that. You don't need, but you guys don't need to see that. That's that's not all that all like, that Matt, but in that's what you go and you go out and you go out and do it and you prove yourself on TV or wherever you're at and you could easily do that there. When ha, when has any other name in wrestling? I'm just saying. I've got a template. I've talked about everyone and there's multiple scenarios depending on the route that happens on, and the options and having multiple discussions on things yeah. I mean, with that. But like they, who, who actually went back down, built himself back up and then WWE got him back again and he become one of the top stars. What, do you, what happened with EC3? Be, say again. What happened with EC3? Oh, well. well so because it's a bunch of beta bull, all that matters is what you get in writing. How do you were you there? Wait, hold on, hold on. It's it's basically just showing the fans that I'm 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 building myself back up. I'm getting out. Hold on, buddy, buddy. Shaving off all the the rust. You're reading. You're going by dirt sheet bullshit. Listen, I know the guy personally. Were you there for any of? Were you there for anything with EC3? This is what we've been said. But that no. So listen, listen. You just said it. So then you need to do a better job of what you're consuming. Were you there? Just listen to me on something. Were you there for any? No, I wasn't there. It's just that I'm going by what things are read on the internet. So you think that if the internet and WWE puts out lies, that the talent should be punished for those lies on that? No, it shouldn't be punished. But 
But that's what you're saying. You're saying you should go back to the bottom. Fuck your name. Fuck everything. Fuck the history of wrestling. But I, I, I'm telling you, I don't care about what that portion of people thinks. There's, there's, in that, but in that, that's up to me to handle all of that and things. We want to see you bad. We want to see you bad. But if it's not going to happen in the big leagues, we're never going to see you back. You don't know that. You don't. There's multiple different routes to take on all of this. You don't even, nothing's even happened yet. I'm not even cleared. But what I'm trying to tell you guys, and I can tell by your defensive on it, you guys consume content from people that have no clue what's going on that create drama and controversy for the men and women who love this and do this with it. And then you guys form really strong opinions on hate pieces or things taken out of context or on things you don't know the full story on. You literally just told me EC3 has a bad attitude. He's one of the nicest fucking guys in the world. He's a great human being. He gets along with everybody. And you're full of shit on that. I'm telling you this from a lifetime of knowing the guy with it. And what he went and got it, but he went and got himself. Hold on. Just listen. He went and got himself back over. He went and got himself back over and he went there and he signed the regular standard contract and they fucked with him all over again with it. You know, Drew didn't have a name when Drew left. There was an, there's an entirely different situation. Drew McIntyre of having a bad attitude when he was, was there and giving up essentially and getting fired and having to go back on the independence and a guy who had a name and had a lot of value who walked out on a multi-million dollar contract to save his life, his health and his career. It's two separate fucking stories, but you guys want to group everything together. You prove to us, you fucking no, love no, this. No, I'll tell you straight up. Nobody has to prove jack shit to you guys. I know I love this. I know the passion. I know a lot more about this than you, and I could lace up the boots and go do it. But you say shit, and you talk about guys that I know personally that do this. Well, the dirt sheet said this, so it's fucking true. Because, well, that's the content we're being fed. No, you're choosing to go feed, feed yourself that bullshit. Oh, don't listen to me. <laughs> you do, you do. You've just literally stated things. You have a strong opinion on EC3, and you don't even know the guy. Have you seen any of his training? Have you been with him for years training and developmental? Have you seen the guy struggle with different situations and keep a positive attitude? I fucking have. And then people like you, though, think you know the business and you don't. I'm glad that he's still trying and he's wrong that he got screwed over. But you said he deserved it. He had a bad attitude because you read dirt sheets and you believe it. Yes, that's the thing. And I said after that that I don't really listen to what's being read on the internet. But you just came at me with that. That was your case to me with him that the why the things happened the way they did. It's true, you know, I've been sarcastic with that. Um, but I'm just coming out from the fact that you can't keep waiting and we need to see you back. We can't just sit and wait, oh you know, WWE will pick him up soon, AEW will pick him up soon, Impact S will pick him up soon. We're just waiting. I mean, we need to see. You're not, you're not, okay, you're waiting. Yeah, and I'm the one doing, brother, listen to me. I'm the one fucking morning tonight getting, you know what? I got up at 3.45 this morning. I've got to do hours of rehab before I have to do my training and conditioning. I'm the one that's went through the 19 stem cell procedures, the multiple fucking surgeries. I'm the one with my doctor going, you're fucking crazy for wanting to go back to wrestling after getting your health back. I'm the one that's keeping myself alive when my social media is being illegally suppressed. I'm the one fucking every day, morning to night, fucking doing all the work, not you. But you you say, oh, we can't wait. Brother, listen to me. I don't care if it takes 10 more fucking years. I'm going to get cleared at some point in time, and I'm optimistic it's going to finally fucking happen that next month, and I'm doing everything and trying to time this for the hype of this for when I get cleared and pull the trigger and get back in the ring and then fucking get back and get going. 
with this. And this has been well orchestrated on my part, but I'm the one doing the fucking work. None of you. So coming over here saying, oh, we can't wait. We can't wait. Brother, you will wait. You're going to wait until I'm fucking ready because it's my fucking life and my body that none of you were fucking there for. The WWE wasn't there for. I'm the one that paid hundreds of thousands of fucking dollars to get my name, to get my health back, and to be the first goddamn fucking human being to overcome these two situations that's never been done before. And none of you have any goddamn, you have no fucking respect. You have no fucking respect for the men and women that do this. And we break our fucking bodies. Oh, we don't want to wait for you anymore. Shut the fuck up. You're on my show. You don't want to wait anymore. You're going to fucking wait. And you're going to fucking pop the moment the big guy's back. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're the perfect fucking example of what a piece of shit neckbeard Mark is. Fuck you. And I will stick up for the other men and women all day long on this. Fucking dirt sheet little bitch. Don't be like that motherfucker. You can hear it. They can't, they can't fucking accept the fucking reality and the facts. All right, we're done with that. Next caller. Oh, man. Jesus. Guy's getting all his news. He knows everything about the business. Knows everything about EC3. Knows everything. What a great fucking guy EC3 is. Guys, don't be like that guy and read dirt sheets and have negative opinions. And this is what I'll shut down all day long. And I dare anybody to tell me I don't love professional wrestling. I talk great about the people I know and do this all day long. And this is just, I fucking, but that right there, just goddamn. Let me see here who we got. Bring in a different, bring on, have I had Edward in here? Let me see if I've had Edward in here. Hey, Ryback. Hey, buddy, how are you today? Good. I'd like to um, talk about um, last night's episode of um, of AW. Okay. Look, last night was really, was really great. What what did you like about last night? What what in particular are you talking about? I'm talking about like the on um, the the trios match with um Jericho Guevara and um Minoru Suzuki. I think it's I saw I saw a good part of that. Yeah. And Suzuki, he he like no sells some of um Darius Darius Martin's um chops. Like he brushed it off. And... I did see that. I did see that. I think it's great. Jericho has continued to find a way to, to continue to be entertaining and, and, and involved and, and still going at, at the age that he is and, and help elevate other people around him in his group as well. And I always enjoy when, when Sammy and Jericho tag. I like seeing them together. I think, I think they play off each other really well. Me too. And uh, Anything else? Uh, yeah, the... the the tag team match, Orange Cassidy and um and Kashiori Shimbata. Yep. Like they get along really well. But and then the team with um against Zack Saber Jr. and I saw that as well. Garcia. Portion of yeah. It was good to see Zack Saber out there. I, I haven't seen much of him. I, I've obviously heard about him and, and know his a bit about him. And it's good to see him on AEW television, everything with Forbidden Door and 
you know, I, it's, I think from outsiders, you know, I understand what they're doing and they're getting a lot of the, the, the Japanese talent on the programs building up for everything too. Uh, and it creates some different shows, but I think from outside people, you know, looking in, they could be a little lost sometimes on, on not knowing the backgrounds or the characters of different things. But, you know, I, I think this is, this comes a yearly thing with what they're doing with AEW and it, it allows for a nice change of pace from the regular, regular programming. So. Yeah. And there's also this um segment with um Adam Cole and MJ and MJF. I really like that. Yeah, I, I man, I like I both have done great. I really Adam Cole's a great guy. I knew him met him briefly in WWE. I saw him at WrestleCon in LA and we had a nice little conversation. And I'm very happy he was able to come back with everything with his from from the head injury and always very serious when you're dealing with something like that. And he I man, I really like I was I listened to, you know. He he's he's the people love him, man, and uh, he, he's he's done well for himself. And since I, in, when the time I've been away and everything he did in NXT, and then coming over to AEW, and I, I saw the match last week also with him and MJF, and really enjoyed it. You know, he can go, man. So I think he's. Uh, I'm interested to seeing you know his development further and, and what other character stuff comes along. Uh, but he's he's one of the guys that has a great theme song, and uh, I just I like I like Adam a lot. Me too. What and MJF? He's—I know he's our champion, but just that he doesn't show up. He—he didn't have a match against um Hiroshi Tanahashi at Forbidden Door. Well, I mean, he just last week had a hell of a match with Adam Cole on TV. I mean, he's showing up. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I think he's done exceptionally well for himself. He's in the best shape of his life, and. He's he's very entertaining on the microphone, and he he's able to, he's backed it up in the ring. So I think he's doing I think he's doing a, a pretty damn good job right now over there. Me too. But I appreciate you coming on, Edward. I'm going to get one more caller on before we wrap up today's show, though, bud. Okay, thank I, you. I appreciate the questions, and you have a great day. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. Thank you very much, buddy. Let's see here. What we're going to end with today. Go with I try to bring on new people every once in a while too. Did I have on? We'll go one more Stell Stell the World. I believe I've had you on previously. Hello, hello, Stell, you there? I just right back. Um, uh, this is this is Mike. Hello, right back. How how you doing? I'm well, Mike. How are you? I'm doing good. What What's on your mind today? You have any questions, concerns, statements? Just right back. Um, like every night when you when you go to the uh, pro wrestling ring, how do you take the like all the abuse, the abuse, the abuse? Well, you get used to it from the training and in the 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 years of training that goes into it, and and your body getting used to that, just being in in kind of pain all the time, and and just kind of you harden up, they call it, with that. Oh. Uh, it, it, it's you know you, you make sure you go to the chiropractor and get a massage every week, and and you take care right. of yourself. You know, you do the the cold ice bath and the hot tubs when you can, and you know you're, you're essentially just nursing little injuries all along the way or, or things that are you know aches and pains and. But the the adrenaline is usually the to answer your question. Adrenaline is usually what makes it a lot easier. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was just curious because uh, uh, like after your match, like, uh, do you, do you have to eat the right foods to to like, train to 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 prepare to go to the next uh, event, and then and then how, how do you are doing all these kind of things? Yeah, that, the diet is very important for at least for for a lot of the guys. Not for everyone on it, but for me, diet was extremely important. And it, like life is energy, food is energy. So the the, the food yes. that I'm put, I'm trying to make the best choices as much as possible to get the, the best quality nutrition because that helps with recovery. And you know, yes, trying yes. to keep my energy levels as high as possible because I expend a lot of energy from the moment I walk out from my entrance all the way to the end of the match. So it, in in being as heavy as I am, you know, it, it takes a lot. It requires a lot of energy. So you want to make sure. And I always did that. I was at my nutrition was, was, was always as spot on as possible. So. Oh yeah. So right back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause I was just, um, that's been like, uh, that, that was my, my real question to like a pro wrestler. I, I, I was just curious. How do you like actually do it like every night? And so, and then when you go on touring um, with the bus, do you ever like speak to pro wrestlers? Hey, you know, like you were like talk to them and stuff like, like after the match. Uh, would depend. Like uh, typically, the buses uh, are on the European tours or the tours that you're, you know, for a couple weeks where we don't have rental cars in the international uh, different the countries that we go to, and oh. and so they bus us from event to event. And you know, they usually have like a like a, they have a, a baby face bus and a bad guy bus, and oh. uh, and so you you, you know everybody kind of you know everybody does their own thing. There's some nights we we drink all have drinks. They usually have alcohol on the buses. Uh, and different, yeah. and they'll order food and like from different food places. And makes sense. yeah, so usually you, you hang around the guys you get along best with that are on the tour or you sit near them. And then other times everybody is, you know, kind of just is kind of grouped together. And if you have everybody's kind of drinking or hanging out, it, it, it depends on the night, what's going on. Uh, you know, catering, you're eating with all the guys all the time anyways, and the catering multiple times a day with that. And it, you just usually migrate. I always bounce around with them. I always had you know, certain people I hung around with more than others, but I always tried to kind of bounce around it and be around as many people as I could. Yeah, if, do I have, like, uh, um, if you don't mind, uh, this is my mom. She wants to have, have a little um, um, uh, question for you. You got it. No, hi, hi, this is Mary. I'm a, I'm a, hello, hello, mom, Mary, mom, hi, how are you? How are you? I'm oh, well, wow. thank so, you. It's so nice that you, um, like, get on and talk with your fans like that. It's really 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 cool of you because it excites him but now i'm you. wondering like when you said a baby face bus and a bad guy what, what does that mean like the good guys bad guys yeah yeah usually and you try to keep the honor that the good guys get on one bus and the bad guys get on another <laughs> yeah but, that, do you, but in, in real reality do you guys all really do get along like the good guys and the bad guys or not i mean no not all the time I, but most of the time i think most of the guys are all for the most part but you're always going to have a, a, an odd case here and there where somebody might not get along yeah, yeah, of course. Or have your favorites, but for the most part, everybody you know is professional. So, yeah, geez, just sometimes, like I know you like you plan out what your what your act is going to be, but sometimes you actually hurt the other guy and really didn't mean to hurt him that bad. Yeah, it, it definitely accidents or things happen out there. It is a very intense physical business, so you got you got going at high speeds and in trying to to do orchestrated stunts or spots or different situations and. Uh, it, it's hitting that mat and it's very difficult and it hurts. So yeah, of things happen. And yeah. So yeah, it, it's just, you try to prevent that as much as possible, but it, 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 the things add up over time. 
of course. You know, I, I hate when people say, oh, yeah, that wrestling, uh, the professional wrestling's fake. It's fake? Yeah, you go out and try it. Like, you guys get your asses. I mean, you beat the hell out of each other. I mean, not intentionally, but just getting jumped on, lamp, you know, yeah. even doing just the flips you guys do off the sides is all. All that stuff has got to be so damn painful. It's, uh, I give you guys so much credit. I think you guys must be the hardest working athletes out there. It takes a very special person, I believe, to do this and to do it at a very high level for a long period of time. And you thank you, you very bet. much. Yeah, it's. I give you guys so much credit, really. But um, yeah, I'm gonna let my son, you know, talk to you for another minute. But thank you so much for for even taking your time to to speak with us. And I hope and pray you come to the um the Queens wrestling store so we can meet you. you know? Thank you very much. I'm looking forward to getting back very shortly and it's been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, you too. Thank you so much. Uh, here's Mike. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it, buddy. And I'll, I look forward to having you back on again. And, and thank you for the good Absolutely. questions and tell your mom. Bye I said, back. thank you. Bye-bye right buddy. Bye-bye now. Awesome. Great to talk to you, Stells. Always good to talk to great fans like that. Thank you very much. With that, guys, we're going to go ahead today's show. We'll be back for another one tomorrow, maybe a little earlier, because uh, Jen's coming over to do a feeding time in the afternoon. So I want to make sure I have plenty of time with everything. But I'm up early, so we may be a little earlier start time tomorrow. I'll try to make sure I get up at 4 again, and, and we can get on even maybe like an hour earlier than today. Maybe try to get on around eight. I'll do my best to try to get that done with everything. But uh, appreciate all the love and support. Check out my Feed Me More Nutrition over on feedmemore.com. Today until midnight Pacific, save 36%. Sign up for the email and text message alert on there, guys, on the newsletter section. It's very much worth it. Guys, 36% off until midnight Pacific. Discount code SUMMER36, SUMMER36. All the Ryback merch and all the Feed Me More Nutrition, 36% off until midnight Pacific. Discount code SUMMER36. With that, guys, I hope you have a great one. We'll be back again tomorrow. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. For the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch, visit FeedMeMore.com.